When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hockey fans, are you ready to Brave the Wild? With me, your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Brave the Wild is available on all of your favorite podcasting apps. I thank you once and always for downloading and listening to this show. It is a great pleasure to be back and board with you once again today. Kind of a spur-of-the-moment episode. Yeah, it's been a while since I did the free agency kind of episode. This is like a free agency catch-up because there were some loose ends and such. And there's there's one less loose end. Kalen Addison's still kind of floating around out there. So, well, we're, we're going to kind of gradually get caught up here. What is it, like mid-August already? August 13th is at the time I'm recording this. So, yep, um, kind of spur of the moment. I didn't put out a bat signal. I kind of wish I did. But it's like, if I put out the bat signal, I got to wait a few days. And then I got to wait another week to have time to be able to do the show that type of thing, so it's just the way it is, it's like, when am I going to have time to record, I got to get going here, get on with the show, because I have other projects I have to work on, and of course my two jobs, and this and that, it's not easy, so (laughs) I better get my butt going, Um, thankfully there is some interaction on X, or Twitter, or whatever the X you call it, it's been changed to X post, or post X, or X Twitter, or or formerly known as Twitter, who knows what it is, but it's x i guess and it's okay as long as it works instead of retweet it's called repost yeah it's going to take some getting used to but it still kind of works the same it actually looks a little cooler i think on the on the samsung uh 22 plus so i'm okay with that i suppose still the same hashtag bdwmn all that cool stuff it still looks the same on the on the on the laptop here so at the end of the day again a spur of the moment type of episode I guess it's going to be two segments. That's probably the best way to do this so I can squeeze in the uh, the ads here with, uh, again, the DraftKings. And Raycon is back. Raycon, which is great. That's another reason it's like, I better get this show out there because Raycon kind of comes and goes. And I like having Raycon on this show. I'm a big fan. And, well, it's, you know, I mean, they didn't, <laughs> they didn't, they're not sponsoring us just to come and go, that type of thing. Or, you know, just to kind of, for me to not even record a single episode in August. So, that's probably one of the other reasons, it's safe to say. And a couple of significant moves, starting off with Brandon Durham, who inked 
a one-year deal. They came to a contract agreement, only one year though, unfortunately, but a raise, $1.1 million. Brandon Duhame avoids uh, arbitration and all that cute stuff, but unfortunately, a UFA going into next season, though I shouldn't say unfortunate, I'm guessing he wants to stick around, it sure sounds like he does. Uh, Patrick Maroon, of course, will be a UFA. Uh, the salary cap stress will not be gone. <laughs> As a lot of you know, a lot of you are pretty knowledgeable. That will not be gone until the summer of 25. So we go from um, $14,743,588. I had to mention that part uh, of salary cap, dead cap, out of uh, Parisi Suter. Dropping down to $1.666 you know, for quite a while. That's going to last at least until 29, which is kind of funny. Uh, 28, 29. But it's just a million six we can live with that versus 7.3 and all that crap so it's basically 7.4 it's just under that um so still a conversation still a possibility that some moves will be made still a possibility that something's going to happen uh matt dumba's officially gone which is okay with me and uh and derek had a conversation uh off the you know off off air and all that kind of, all that good stuff um, neither of us are too depressed about it. it. You know, it is what it is. And we'll talk about that later. I'm kind of jumping in too quick here. But it's general free agency talk. And then, yeah, I'm kind of debating how I'm going to do this. I, I should probably, maybe I'll just kind of interrupt my free agency talk at some point to put the ads in, which might be the better way to go because the fan interaction is going to be fairly sparse. So <laughs> we're just going to kind of get started here, right here, right now. Again, Brandon Duhame, one-year contract agreement, $1.1 million. I'm very happy to have Brandon Duhame back in the fold. I think it's a, it's a good move. It's a good move to have Brandon Duhame back in the fold. Uh, he's definitely a worthwhile third or fourth liner. There's definitely something there with Brandon Duhame, I think, more than just... He, to me, he's not just the typical uh, fourth liner at the end of the day. He's not just going to be a grinder his whole career. Definitely showed some goal-scoring uh, ability last uh last season i was actually quite impressed not that it's about me it's not just about me being impressed a lot of people were impressed sorry i keep saying i i i i i i it doesn't sound real good but uh brennan Haim again did miss a significant amount of time hopefully he can stay healthy only 51 games last year but nine goals which was a career high only one assist versus 11 the year before and throughout brennan Haim's career he's had more assists than goals so you're talking nine goals Maybe, I don't know, like you, you just kind of do the math here. You go from six to nine, and it's in several, you know, it's in a significantly less amount of games. He played 80 games in his rookie year. 80 games at 21-22, six goals, 11 assists for 17 points. You think, um, you know, from six to nine, that's, you know, like a 50% increase, right? Basically. So imagine, you know, 11, what would it be like? You know, like say seven, 17 assists, something like that, giving him the benefit of the doubt. 9 plus 17 is 28 points. It's nothing spectacular, but it's okay. And and that would be if he only played 51 games. So you add the uh, 30 games there, maybe a little extra math. Maybe get to 12 goals. You kind of double everything up, basically, at the end of the day. You could kind of just about do that. Um, so then you look at maybe 12 goals, 22 assists. And that's, you know, there you go. I forgot how to add. No, I'm just kidding. That's closer to, what is that, 12 goals, 22. We're talking, what, 34 points. So that's oh, okay. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Um, again, and you got to think the assists are there. This and that, they're going to come. And the goals that Brendan Deheim scored were actually pretty good. You know, they were nice goals. It wasn't just like, oh, okay, you know, it bounced off his chest and this and that. Oh, phew, he finally scored his first goal in like 50, 50 games. Gee, thanks. It's about bleeping time, dude. 
you know, or, you know, like, or let's just say like 10, 12 games or something like droughts here and there, which happens to a lot of players, especially ones that don the wild logo over the course of time. Um, Minnesota is not particularly uh, a prolific offense historically, but occasionally we've had some, some really nice years offensively. Yeah, we, we can get into that some other time. Um, huge drop-off in penalty minutes. He had 122 penalty minutes in 21-22, uh, down to 42 last year. Again, less games, but most of his penalties were not all like, ugh, Jiminy Christmas, what are you trying to do? Are you, are you trying to kill us out there, Brandon? So a little higher IQ. He definitely had matured. He was definitely a different player. Just frustrating again. Only one assist. Like one assist in 51 games. I don't even know how that's possible. So, jeez. <laughs> so I, I got to think that's subject to change going forward. Again, throughout his collegiate career and uh, U.S. Hockey League, you know, junior career, B.C. Hockey League, so on and so forth. Then again, at Providence, every single season, Brandon Duhame played. He had more assists than goals, except, yeah, here I go contradicting myself, 2021 in Iowa, he had six goals, three assists, but it's such a small sample size, it's almost like, who cares, almost, it was only 24 games, so there's definitely, yeah, there's definitely more to be had with Brandon Duhame, I gotta think, um, looking forward, again, to uh, the development of what Brandon Duhame can bring to this team, he's a good skater, he, he's a good skater, and again, that, that, that's a huge conversation. If you can't skate, you're, you know, it, it's just that's the way it is right now in the National Hockey League. Um, Pittsburgh skating was so bleeping good. The San Jose Sharks were bleeping exhausted. Like they're like, oh, okay, you know, like a couple games into the series, and then you know P Pittsburgh won that series for a reason, you know, and other teams, Tampa, it's won the Stanley Cup multiple times for a reason. Colorado can can they skate? Yeah. I would have to say Colorado Avalanche that won the Stanley Cup skated around everybody. Vegas, um, yeah. Skate, size, uh, luck in, in terms of staying healthy. You know, the old lady luck, luck be a lady tonight. That You might hear that song in Las Vegas once or twice. Once or twice you might hear luck be a lady tonight. <laughs> I gotta think so. Luck was a lady tonight in Las Vegas in terms of uh, the postseason and staying healthy where Florida, their luck just ran out with, with all of that. Brandon Duhame, hopefully the luck in terms of health and all that is a uh, strong point in the next season because I think he can take a big step forward. It's crazy. He's 26 years old already. Seems like yesterday he was in Providence. Gosh, 2019, he was done in Providence after his junior year. I'll be danged. You know, it was, it was a nice year, and that's when it's like, you know, this guy just might be an NHL prospect. And it's like, yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> He's a legitimate NHL player. I want him on the wild. Um, I'm not buying posters or anything or creating posters or whatever the heck. I'm not going crazy. I don't worship the guy, but there's something there. Um, uh, I'm not going to curse you out if you say, oh, Brandon Haim's not that good. Why are you so, why do you like him so much? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think there's something there. That's why. I, I mean, and the goals he scored were pretty good, but I'm not going to go crazy and curse you out like maybe a, a Rube fan or two. That has, uh, you know, <laughs> been a, an annoyance in the past. Uh, with that, I'm going to take a second. Well, let's get to DraftKings right here, right now. Might as well be the time to do it. As, of course, kind of still talking baseball and such when it comes to DraftKings. But football is like right around the corner. 
but I don't have anything up immediately for that. Um, yeah, it's just preseason. We don't really do a whole lot of betting in the preseason, but maybe we do. Anyhow, new customers download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN, not XXX, but THPN. THPN is the Hockey Podcast Network. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call one call 800-327-5050 or visit Gambling Helpline ma.org in new york call 8778 hope ny or text hope ny 467-369 in kansas unless you're a chiefs fan no, i'm just kidding i'll call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of boot hill casino and resort kansas in virginia in west virginia if there's any of you out there for listening from West Virginia, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. Like that. That rolls right off your tongue. In Connecticut, Connecticut, Hartford Whalers fans, please make, uh, I'd love to see you have hockey again. Help is available for a uh, problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Rolls right off your tongue. 21 plus in most eligible <laughs> stages, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance. One boost per uh, eligible game. Opt-in required. Maximum bet $50. 10-plus uh, uh, required. Yep, 10-plus leg required for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.com. DraftKings. Uh, excuse me. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball teams. Terms. Yes, that was a mouthful, but definitely a fun ad. And of course, yes, Major League Baseball, the Twins are still in first place. By God's grace, the Twins are still in first place. And also the fact Cleveland gave up, Chicago gave up, Detroit gave up, Kansas City, if they ever existed, gave up. Ugh, I wish the Chiefs were as bad as the Royals. I hate the Chiefs so much. Ugh. If you if you wonder why I hate the Chiefs, just watch the way uh, that stupid idiot tight end, I don't even want to mention his name anymore, I'm sick of him, that stupid idiot tight end behaved after they won the NFC Championship, or AFC Championship and the Super Bowl. That's all you need to know. Bleep the Chiefs and bleep their stupid tight end. Back to the uh, Minnesota Wild, if humanly possible. We have a goaltender. No, it's not Marc-Andre Fleury. Okay, he's a goaltender, but he's, you know, old and stuff. Yeah, he is old. Um, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. It's just he's, at this stage of his career, Marc-Andre Fleury is a backup goalie. That's not being disrespectful. It's being honest. At age 38, Mike Vernon, Hall of Famer, right? Stanley Cup champion. Calgary Flames at age 38 was Mike Vernon starting the majority of the games, especially when he got traded back to Calgary. No, he wasn't. At age 38, Marc-Andre Fleury shouldn't, probably shouldn't be starting the majority of the games. Free agent after the season, $3.5 million. He just might reserve us with Pittsburgh or something. You never know, but he doesn't want to be uprooted at the moment. And thank you for uh, thank you for wanting to be on the wild. Actually, you know, I mean, it's kind of cool. It's it's nice, and when there's not much pressure on him and not much wear and tear, he's probably going to be better. 
Philip Gustafson, kind of same thing uh, in a lot of ways. Like, I don't think we're going to wear Gustafson out like we did Devin Dubnik and Nicholas Backstrom. That was a crime. But then again, back in the old days, that's the way you, you would ride goalies like that. Like being a backup goalie was probably a curse. You're like, you're like you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, at least I'm in the NHL, but I get to play once every 10 games or something. It was a bummer. Um, Andy Moog, believe it or not, it's like, it's hard to believe Andy Moog was a backup goalie for the Edmonton Oilers during their dynasty. Crazy. But then he went up against them with the Boston Bruins years later. Crazy. Poor <laughs> But so sometimes guys like that do get to emerge on different teams, and that's the good part. Philip Gustafson, will he emerge on a different team in the future? We'll have to wait and see. But he will be at the Minnesota Wild for now. Three-year ditty, 25 years of age, 3.75, 3.75, 3.75 for three years. So that's good. Good to have him on board the Minnesota Wild for three more years. The third year, of course, carries us into the improved salary cap situation, and we'll wait and see if there's another extension coming. There's a strong possibility that could happen. Just because uh, Jesper Volstead, which is how we'd like to pronounce it, I'm pretty sure that's how you're supposed to, just because Jesper Volstead is the goalie of the future, blah, 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 or at least he's, you know, he's not officially anointed the goalie of the future. He has to earn it. That's part of it. Um, and who's to say they can't both be good goalies here? Um, uh, unless, put it this way, unless Philip Gustafson is franchise, like, franchise-altering legendary, like, you know, like Marc-Andre Fleury may have been at times with Pittsburgh and with Vegas. So ironically, his consistency is what, yeah, particularly in the postseason, is kind of what... That's the weirdest part. That's the weirdest part. You know, it's, it like turns out Marc-Andre Fleury into a kind of guy like legendary and everything, but at the same time, could you count on him in the big moments? That's the weird. Could you count on him like a, during a long stretch in the playoffs? That's the weirdest part about somebody like Marc-Andre Fleury. But I need to digress back where I need to be. Um, having Gustafson in the fold, though, uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with... Having security at the goaltender position, uh, Jesper Wallstedt can come in as a backup in the next year or so. Uh, some people believe he will be called up for even a short stretch this year, possibly, because, you know, like, somebody might get hurt or whatever, whatever the situation is. Um, the odds of both goalies being 100% healthy all season are pretty slim. I mean, guys get hurt, and that Jesper Wallstedt may actually play in a couple games. Um, I know Judd Zolgatz, like, he did some kind of one of those write-that-down things that they do on their shows that uh, he'll, he'll get in at least five games this year. I wouldn't be completely surprised, um, but it won't be anything like, yeah, he's he's called up, he's here now. It won't be anything like that. But next year, there's a pretty good chance Jesper Volstead is at least the backup goalie for the Minnesota Wild. And again, there's nothing wrong with bringing him in gradually. In fact, it's, 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 a, it's a crying shame when people bring up goalies too quickly, throw them to the Wolves, and then they're ruined. Like, you know, Spencer... Spencer Knight, I don't know what to think about that situation. And, of course, the situation also in Philadelphia where that, that goalie was looked on so highly and then, I don't know, kind of thrown to the wolves too early. And it's a damn shame with how things took place there. Um, if Jesper Volstead is a franchise changing, like literally like a, a, you know, a Vesna Trophy candidate pretty quickly, then maybe Gustafson, and, and yet Gustafson is still super good, like deserves to be a starter somewhere, then there it is. He either gets traded or goes as a free agent, depending on the timing of uh, Jesper Wallstedt becoming that guy. And if Gustafson's that good and Wallstedt never fully develops, maybe he could be a backup, that type of thing. Maybe he could be a great backup that eventually, uh, several years later, does develop into a more of a franchise-leading goalie. So it's a sm- I, I think this creates 
the path for a smooth transition one way or another. Um, and it, it gives us security at the goaltender position. We don't have to worry. Um, backup goalies are not that hard to sign. It's just that, you know, you got to have a guy who you, you could see as a legitimate starter for now and maybe for a long time, depending on how things go, you know, how, how history plays out, so to speak, with these goalies, how the future plays out and how it becomes history, if that made any sense. I'm not sure it did. <laughs> but yes, Marc-Andre Fleury, the, the, it, see, this is what I was basically hoping for, bottom line. Not necessarily a five-year deal with Gustafson, but something like a three, a three, four years. If it was like one year, it's like, okay, that means next year you have two UFAs to deal with. Um, Marc-Andre Fleury probably gone. Gustafson, we'll see. He might wind up standing with uh, not the Dallas Stars, but who knows, like a St. Louis Blues or something. Like, who knows? Who knows? God forbid the avalanche or something crazy. I don't know. I'm just throwing names out there to be weird. Might sign with the Vegas Golden Knights. <laughs> if they have five cents of cap cap uh, space, but we'll see. Why am I getting into that? No idea. Um, another major thing uh, is obviously frustrations talking about how why did the Wild re-up John Merrill and Alex Goligoski? Was there any point to do that? Um, yeah, I... Boy, it, it's beyond me. It, it really is. Thankfully, Alex Goligoski, sorry to be rude to you, but I'm glad he's at UFA at the end of this season, this upcoming season. It's not trying to be rude. It's just, I, boy, I, I, I guess he's a nice insurance, you know, policy, that type of thing. But again, 38 years of age, 38, father time, father time. Both Mark Andre Fleury and Alex Goligoski, very young, when they won the Stanley Cup years ago in Pittsburgh. Congratulations at the time. That was really cool to see. Of course, Alex Galagoski being a former gopher. John Merrill still two years left. It's not that much money, but it's annoying. You know, it's kind of annoying. Really? That much? So that's what's gotten us bothered a bit. Um, defensive pairings, so on and so forth. Kalen Edison has still not been signed. He's still a restricted free agent. Um, so I don't know. Um, he doesn't have arbitration or anything, so... Not sure what the deal is. Connor DeWer will have arbitration at the end of this upcoming season. So he's the only guy who could have arbitration. He's arbitration eligible. Patrick Maroon. What a Maroon. Yep. <laughs> Bugs Bunny, right? What a Maroon will be an unrestricted free agent. Brandon Raheem will be an unrestricted free agent. Ryan Hartman will be an unrestricted free agent. Marcus Foligno, da-da-da. Marcus Foligno and Mansa Zuccarillo will all be unrestricted free agents. So it's set up nicely. In terms of there will be increased space, it's just, unfortunately, yeah, I still got one more year of all that crap, kid cap crap. That's the that's the dumb part. It is what it is. It is what it is. But you know, there will there will definitely be a different roster going into the the season after next, so to speak, as we as we like to say. Um, mm, Marcus Johansson, of course, this year and next, two million, not expensive at all, and could it provide that nice, uh, you know. Mentor for uh, Matt Boldy again as he makes his seven million a year. Hopefully we will not be complaining about that contract. God willing we won't. <laughs> I hope I hope we don't have to. That would suck. Um, but yeah, if, a, a guy who's already shown he can score thirty goals in a season, so that's extremely encouraging. At the very least, Kaprizov eventually, uh, you know, a year or so after the whole cap crap ends, will be you know, an unrestricted free agent. Of course, you could talk about that forever. But the goalie situation, yeah, I mean, I'm just, that's the way I've kind of always hoped for. 
that we'd have, you know, that Gustafson would become something of value during the course of the season when we made that trade. The Minnesota Wild, as in we, <laughs> made the trade for Philip Gustafson in the offseason. Cam Talbot for Philip Gustafson. And that he would at least become a decent goalie who could be here during the time of uh, Jesper Volstead's development with the Minnesota Wild. And it turned out fantastic. Uh, he ended up being better than I thought. Thanks for the precip report. Whoops. <laughs> but, yeah, freaking rain now. We, we go from no rain to too much. God, isn't that always how it works? It's annoying. Anyhow. Um, but, no, th this was kind of like, in a lot of ways, a best-case scenario in a lot of sense. Though some, it's a little bit annoyingly more money than some of us were probably hoping we'd end up having to pay Gustafson. But it's not like this outlandish, you know, Bobrovsky type of contract. It's nothing crazy like that. Um, <laughs> it's nothing crazy like that where it's like 10 years and it goes on forever and it's high, which made no sense for Spencer Knight at all with Florida. It made no sense. Like, what are you doing? They'd be like, bleep you, Wallstead. We'll see you in five years if we're lucky, that type of thing. Um, so with that, I'm going to move to Raycon quickly and then continue into conversation about the defenseman and some fan interaction and uh, X and all that kind of conversation. First of all, welcome back, Raycon. Great to have you. Absolutely great to have you. Let's get to it. Even if you're not going on vacation, summer's all about vacations, about a vacation state of mind, whether I want to listen to <laughs> anything like, you know, Hall & Oates. I would like that. I would like Hall & Oates, something like that. Or some podcasts like Brave the Wild. I'd like to listen to Brave the Wild. Wouldn't that be great? Or why not the uh, Crease Assist podcast? Yeah, Crease Assist podcast with Derek Felska. Yep, on repeat. Oh, no, on repeat, yeah, but no, Hall & Oates on repeat, or just podcast. We don't need to repeat the podcast or anything, um, or just need to retweet, retweet, retreat inside my own head for a bit. I love creating my own summer soundtrack by popping in my Raycon wireless earbuds. There's so much going on all summer, even uh, at least what's left of it. Sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up before you see people or to stay calm with some guided meditation. So, I love my Raycons. I, 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 I'm addicted to podcasts. I'm addicted to doing podcasts. I'm addicted to listening to podcasts. Uh, they're that nice, mine are that nice, like, blue color that I, I like to have. They're, the, uh, they're like the active ones, so the quality level is really good. So, let me tell you right now, Raycons are the best way to listen. Use earbud tap functions to toggle between three customizable sound profiles, noise isolation, and awareness mode. Yep, so it's always good to have that noise isolation, particularly if you're like in a, you know, if they let you use them in a workplace, yet it's kind of noisy there, yeah, with noisy people or noisy just machines or something, so that comes in really handy with these. Raycons have a 32-hour battery life, including eight hours of playtime, so you can listen to what you want when you want, for a really long time, and that is a fact. I can personally vouch for that. I've owned Raycons way before I did ads for them, so yeah, I'm I'm a fan. It's just uh, actually a very nice coincidence. Uh, they come with custom gel tips for the most comfortable in-ear fit. They start at half the price yep, of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 30-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon. Right now, <laughs> listeners can get, so like uh, Brave the Wild or THPN, listeners can get 
15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash THPN. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to save 15% on Raycons. But Raycon, or buyraycon.com slash THPN. Yep, that was, uh, yep. It's a good deal, and you're going to really enjoy it very much. They are very much worth it. I can personally vouch for that. I'm not just saying it. I'm, I'm not. I promise. So, defensemen, yeah, like we were talking about, like me and, you know, again, me and Derek off the air and, you know, other people in conversation, just like what was the point of signing, you know, John Merrill, Alex Goligoski to these contracts? It's just kind of the strangest thing, the darndest thing. Um, I don't know. It, it just seems like a waste. Of, it just seems like kind of a waste of space, especially Goligoski. And, again, not trying to be rude. It's just, it just doesn't seem right. Um, trying to pick up something. If I could look at these, where are they? I, I don't want to send a message. I want to read my messages. That'd be so nice. There they are. Uh huh. So yep. And of course, yeah. And I didn't even get into Matt Dumba yet. Um. Yeah. What what were we talking about? Uh. A little bit. Where is it? Where'd it go? Yeah. What the heck? I know it's in there. Yeah, we were talking about uh, video games for a second. Okay, someone told me they thought Dumbo was going to, to get $5 million a season. He thought that was crazy. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm glad we didn't spend the nine point uh, three point nine on him. That would have been a mistake. Yep. Um, he was also saying, I see KFN is already talking about bringing him back next year or after that. Well, why? He's not that good. Yeah, and I, yeah, it, it's true. Like, what's the point? If the Wild bring back Matt Dumba next year, I think it's a disservice to the Minnesota Wild. I, I really do, and the, uh, the the future prospects of this team. I really do. Um, this was actually, you know, he was talking about how, uh, uh, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't care what Garen says. The Merrill and extension, uh, Merrill, uh, and Galagasi extensions were mistakes. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, it, like it didn't cost us Fiala, but it's like still, what's the point? Like, what's the point? So we could probably have done better. John Merrill is below average. Ellis Galgoski is, oh, can I say it? Below average. Galgoski is below average. So Dumba is basically average. Um, the dumb bomb isn't really a dumb bomb anymore. It's, it's predictable. It's, it, it gets blocked. It's maybe not as powerful as it was before. It's a combination of things, but definitely very predictable. That's why it was always blocked all the time. You'd hear Dumba shot blocked, Dumba shot blocked, Dumba shot blocked, and the accuracy wasn't there either. Um, also interesting that Russo didn't write about Matt Dumba signing. It ended up being Joe Smith. So that's also very interesting. Of course, Michael Russo, the, uh, a lot of us uh, refer to as the godfather of Minnesota Wild uh, media, and, or, you know, covering the Minnesota Wild, like the beat and all that stuff. Um, I teased Matt Dumba because in his audio press conference with like, it was like Arizona and all that, but the Minnesota Wild, uh, official podcast, the Pondcast, the Pondcast, um, they, they played the uh, audio of it, uh, yeah, um, he kept saying mini, and it's like, and he does do that a lot, and it's like, come on, man, like, do you not know better, we, we don't like being called mini, come on, man, I uh, tweeted him, or X'd him, or posted him, whatever the heck it is, dear Matt Dumba, we don't like being called mini, with it, and I put a smiley face, best of luck in Arizona, I am a fan of that franchise, and of course, that part of the country, Yes, I like the Arizona Coyotes. I said that right here out loud on Brave the Wild. I like the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> Not because I think they're a fantastic franchise and they're the greatest thing ever. 
but because I, I don't know, I I like Arizona. I like the thought of the Southwest. Maybe you think I'm just some kind of shill. I, I am not a <laughs> Gary Bettman shill here at all. I like Arizona. Sorry, and I love the uniforms that they've been wearing again. They brought them back from like the the mid '90s there, mid to late '90s when they first uh, came on the scene after leaving Winnipeg. Unfortunately, that was the crappy part. I like the Arizona Coyotes. I hope that they can work it out. Honestly, does Houston deserve a team? Probably. Does Quebec City deserve a team? Hell yes. Does Hartford, Connecticut deserve a team? Yeah, absolutely. It's just it kind of is what it is. Um, if they move, they move. It's not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lose sleep over it. I'm not gonna go nuts. But and the, yet they probably won't. If put it this way, if I was a free agent and I had a chance to play in Arizona, I'd probably that would probably be on my list, like a list of say five teams that I would be you know intrigued by signing, you know especially you know especially if I was maybe not necessarily, you know, a Connor McDavid or something, uh, you know you're probably going to want to stay where you're at, blah blah blah. It's it is what it is. You might have a chance to win, if, you know, <laughs> see how that goes, but you might. Just the thought of being in Arizona sounds fun, and again, I like the uniforms, this and that. I the the, the arena situation is bad. It's weird. It does, <laughs> there's that, but I'd be interested in playing there if it was me. Sure. Um, back to Matt Dumba though. Uh, man, there's certain things I'd like to say that I, I just kind of probably can't. <laughs> it, it, I don't know. I let, Let's just put it this way. I, I don't see him as any kind of a victim, like, oh, fans were terrible to him and this and that. He's not a victim at all. Not a victim at all. Um, I thought he was over... I think he's overrated heavily by fans that may agree with certain things, let's just say. Um, I think he's honestly overrated slightly that, because of that reason. You know, it, it's okay if you agree with him about certain views, but that doesn't mean you have to have him on your team. Um, and... I don't think he got blackballed by the NHL either. I think they kind of sort of had a deal in place. It was kind of with Arizona, but just kind of hold it, maybe just kind of hanging around in case something more exciting pops up. You never know. I, I think that's what it is. And I, I think it's, and again, $4 million. He got, it's $4 million bucks. It's not a million. That's where you might be like, okay, maybe he's getting blackballed a little bit. And at the, yet at the same time, he produced 14 points last year. You understand? This is a guy who was looked on as an offensive defenseman who once had 50 points, who was on pace for 65 or something before the, the Chuck, you know, you know uh, what the heck do they call that? The, you know, Torsdale injury, basically. Um, I always blink on that stupid uh, pectoral. Uh, you know, why don't we just call it a torso muscle? What the heck? Do we have to have fancy names for everything? So, like, I, I hurt my wrist. It was my, my Metafuku, Metafuku Geiger this, that, you know? Geiger Councilman bone. You know, it, it's a wrist bone, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. You know, like, it, it gets a little too goofy for me. But, um, sorry, I'm losing my mind here and getting going way off. But um, that's pretty much my thoughts on Matt Dumba. You know, thank you for playing for the Minnesota Wild. Thank you for the smiles. Thank you for the memories. It's a damn shame that uh, he didn't reach his potential. He didn't reach his true potential, which could have been a 60-point defenseman in this league. Could have been. Maybe even 70. 
if if like everything and I mean everything worked out, maybe even a seventy point possible defenseman could have been up there with a you know maybe like a, a slightly lesser version of Brent Burns, that type of thing. Great skating ability and all that. Um, Darkwing Dumba was what I used to call him, and I didn't mean it in any type of crazy name like Darkwing Duck. Like Darkwing Duck was a hero, right? He was a hero. He's not somebody you looked on as like a dummy or an idiot. <laughs> Even though the cartoon could be entertaining and funny and funny things that happened to him. Darkwing Duck was a hero. So I kind of said it in a fun way. Um, I, I think it was one of his celebrations that made people think of him as like, he was kind of looking like Darkwing Duck with his cape or something. And that's kind of what led me to call him Darkwing Dumba. So it was never meant of anything stupid or sad or weird. Um, talented guy. But unfortunately... Not anymore, I, for whatever reason. Just, you know, talented enough to be an NHL player, could kick my ass, could skate around me 15 times before I make one stride forward. But, you know, that's not saying much, though. <laughs> Beating me is not saying much in the hockey world. So we'll leave that where that is. Sorry. I <laughs> God bless him, though. Again, God bless him. And this is what I really wanted to get to, and I just kept talking, and I apologize but I guess that's what radio is. You're supposed to talk. Um, defenseman after defenseman after defenseman after defenseman prospect. Jack Pert, you know, uh, we're hearing him com- com- comparisons to uh, Jonas Brodeen. I always saw him as more of an offensive guy, but he really isn't, is he? He is more of a defensive-minded defenseman. So, yep, Jack Pert, we're hearing the Brodeen comparisons. Interesting. Um, very interesting. Just not as good of a skater because he's like the best skater there is pretty much with the Wild. Carson Lambeau is very highly thought of, of course. Did not really take a step forward last year, which bugged me a little bit, but we'll see how he does in Iowa. That's very exciting. Same with Jack Pert. Um, Kyle Masters took a, you know, took a Goliath, took a took a T-Rex step forward. Unbelievable. Went from a guy who was averaging like 10 points a season to like 65. So, they, again, WHL, but still interesting. So it's guys like that. Nate, ba- okay, maybe not him, but we'll see. <laughs> Ryan O'Rourke, Damon Hunt, that's a lot of defensemen. That's a lot. Marshall Warren, I don't really think of him that much. I I, I don't know. He's, he's kind of like a distant dark horse, maybe one in him, you know, one in, he's, he's kind of like a glorified Benoit, I think, at this point. Um, I'd be very surprised if he ends up uh, getting to the NHL, actually, and I'm not saying that to be rude. It's just his career is not projecting as an NHL player. I'm, I'm just, we'll see. Hopefully it works out. Um, Aurora Hunt, those guys should make it to the NHL at some point. I, I, I got to think they're they're uh, they're probably getting first dibs and call ups next year. At least one of them is got to get first dibs on a call up to the NHL next year. It's got to happen. You know, uh, it's got to, especially again as we move forward. They're 2020 draft picks now. You know, it's. It's been years, you know, it's been years already, so it's not like, it's not that outlandish to think of them as possibly make it to the NHL. Lambos, of course not. Masters, of course not. You know, guys like that, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> Pert and all that. No, they're, it would be a huge, huge, huge surprise. They're a year, year and a half, two years away, something like that. But O'Rourke and all them, it's been a while already. So, I, I gotta think there's something, there's a possibility there at least, even if it's just five games, so to speak, type of thing. They'll be in the NHL a little bit next year. And quite frankly, if they're not in the NHL at all next year, I think that's disappointing at this point. So I don't think that's the dumbest take in the world to say that uh, guys like uh, Carson Lambos, uh, Damon Hunt, shouldn't have 
uh, a crack at being in the NHL very soon. I, I would love to see that happen. Um, if they're not ready, I again, I, I think that's kind of disappointing, honestly. I don't think that's that outlandish to say it. If they're not at least ready to play some games, some, some games in the NHL, not the whole season probably, but some games in the NHL next year and the year after that, well, yeah, come on, let's go. <laughs> let's go <laughs> at that point. Marco Rossi, come on, let's go. Ninth overall pick. Let's go, Marco. Marco Rossi, Rossi, Rossi. Time to roast uh, the opposition. Give him opportunities in the top two lines if possible. I would love to see that. Power play this, power play that. You know, and he's a, he's a good enough defender. He could probably be on the penalty kill too. So, Rossi, I, I, it, it's go time. It's go time, Rossi. 21 NHL games, one assist, no goals. It's go time. Absolute go time. Ninth overall pick in 2020. Uh, Merit, who's the Dinov? Can't wait. Can't wait. I believe that's next year, right? Uh, is, is his projection because of the Russian contract and all that. And he took a pretty good step forward last year. So, huge excitement. Adam Beckman, I think, should be knocking on that door. 2019 draft pick. Knocking on the door. Knock, 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 Adam Beckman. Let's go. Love to see him get to the National Hockey League. If humanly possible. And I think it is humanly possible. Uh, I really do. Charlie Strammel, he'll be there next. No, he's not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Charlie Strammel on the wild next year. Strammel, Strammel, CS, whatever. Chucky, Chuck, Chuck. I don't know. Hopefully we're not calling him up Chuck anytime soon, but uh, we'll see. Ugrin, Ogren, you're off. Definitely high hopes there. Not not NHL next year, but soon. Soon, soon. In the next uh, two years, Hopefully we'll have some uh, some serious fun going on with the Minnesota Wild with some of these cool prospects. So fun fun thoughts. Looking forward. Oh, and I kept babbling. I apologize, but hopefully that was have halfway decent information at least, halfway decent conversation, giving opinions and such on uh, some of the players. So I tweeted Russo when he said the uh, Wild avoid arbitration, with uh, tweeted, posted, whatever the heck they call it now. Um, it was a quote post. I believe we'll call it. It says retweet there, but I guess it was still Twitter then. Um, of course, right after <laughs> I released the show, I was teasing uh, Russo there. To, to no avail. No response. I think it looks like there was a response from somebody. Oh, there's Derek. Yep. Uh, yep, I know this feeling all too well, especially back when I was blogging. You write a speculation article, and then a few hours later, news breaks, and all that work goes for... Uh, all that work was for naught. Yeah, I can't even imagine how tiring that would be when you write a huge, huge article and then, oh, uh, crap, you know, <laughs> it all falls through. Uh, Derek put an article up, or part of an article, a poll up in late July about who do you think is the most likely, uh, okay, UF, this is cool, UFA for 24-25, who do we think that, uh, which future UFA is, do you think is most likely to be re-signed? If you vote for other, reply and say who it is. Um, he had Zuccarillo, Felino, and Marc-Andre Fleury. Ryan Hartman slash other. Marcus Felino won, I guess. I mean, I guess so because of Bill Guerin likes him and all that stuff. But really, Ryan Hartman, bah, you know. And that came in second. Matt Zuccarillo came in third, 26.4. Marc-Andre Fleury, 3.8% went to Marc-Andre Fleury. Marcus Felino came in just under 40%. I'm going to look at the comments. I don't know if I commented, no. 
Tony Perkle said, unless big discounts apply, probably none. Not too many young guys need ice. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of like that. Tom Hayen said, that's the less, less than excitable list. OEPA, especially for the summer of 25. Stephen Miller was saying, we've discussed that we prefer to happen to armchair GMs. Most likely it will be different. Okay, but yeah, this was probably, yeah, this is already read on Derek's show. So, uh, Logan Cooley has changed his mind and will leave to the Coyotes. So, I think the Coyotes are going to be pretty good, actually, in the next couple of years. Probably. Um, they've, they've accumulated some nice picks. They did sign Jason Zucker. I'm not the biggest fan in the world. I don't know. Just something about Jason Zucker bugs me. <laughs> I think you guys know that already. Something about him bugs me. Like, he is, I don't know, just there's like a little extra attitude. I've noticed that it's kind of always been there. I don't know. Some people say he's like the nicest guy ever. Other people don't. I'm kind of leaning on the don't side, but we'll see. Derek Felska says it's within Logan Cooley's right to change his mind, but he will still be playing half his games in a college arena next season. <laughs> Hashtag truth. Yeah. Yep, he will be playing half his games in a college arena next season. Yep, that's the that's the sad truth. The Arizona State Sun Devils and the Phoenix Coyotes share the same building. Uh, oh, okay. And he, isn't that the darndest thing? That's the bad part about Arizona. But I, I'm just saying kind of as a whole, I like the whole, I just like the Arizona Coyotes. I, I do. They're not my second favorite team but I like him. Sorry, I'm getting hot here. I don't know why. Uh, thoughts on Philip Gustafson? Yep, another poll signing with the Wild three years and all that. Good, bad, meh. Um, I picked very pleased, and a lot of people agree. 65.3% of blowout. Meh, 26.5, and very disappointed, 4.1. Yep, so I don't know if I responded. Let's see if I said anything. I was saying I'm generally happy with it. While slightly higher than most of us may have been hoping, 3.75 AP isn't over the top. As, as for the term, it sets things up perfectly one way or another. And did Kalisha respond? Looks like she did. Yep, Kalisha Townsville and Teresa Ferries are also on the Crease Assist podcast. It is absolutely great. So you're going to hear shout-outs all the time on this show to that one. Yep, I forgot to... Yeah, I, for, <laughs> I missed some kind of, I missed the bat signal for the last show and I didn't get on, so dang it. <laughs> uh, Kalisha was saying, here's the thing, 750 is basically another contract, but Bill Guerin was prepared to sign Gus regardless, the Gus bus regardless. Just happy to see a three uh, three next to it. I'm happy with term because we basically thought it was going to be one to two year contract or, yeah, so that's good. I agree. Thank you for that, for that Kalisha. And, yep, so we'll keep going. Yep, and there it is, the Gustafson signing. Uh, was there a cut? Was there a response? Derek Felska says, The term in AAV seemed to work for both sides. It goes beyond the worst cap hell years. Sensible contract. I agree. I agree. Um, MeebMVP at gmail.com says, Yeah, this is great for both sides. Uh, I would like to see Flower take over as goaltending coach next season, Chabot could help with scouting. But the game has changed so much since he played. Yep. Interesting. So he was a goaltender, huh? This person that, uh, yep. M-E-B-E-M-V-P. Interesting. Cool. Retard goaltender. Retard. And that's it. I do believe. Where'd it go? Nope. One more. Okay, that is it. So thank you for the interaction. Yep, nice to hear from Derek. Nice to hear from 
M-E-B-E-M-V-P. I think, yeah, those are two, the only two people that actually, oh no, Kalisha also directly replied to this episode. So to this, to the, you know, X post, I guess we call it now, or X since the last episode. So, yep, that's so good mentioned. Because um, I was kind of just reading other people's responses on the polls, which is kind of, I don't know, I probably shouldn't be doing that when it's someone else's show necessarily, but I suppose it's still good conversation. Uh, thank you very much for the interaction. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Please tell your friends about it, of course. Uh, big shout-outs to Minnesota Wild Global, Minnesota Wild Nation, MNW Prospects, of course, um, Locked on Wild. Really, really big shout-outs to all of you. Thank you so very much for listening, always. Uh, God bless all of you. Of course, uh, guys like uh, MNW Prospects, Pavel Bonnet, Justin Bakke, Brandon Quas. Love you guys very much, very, very much. Um, so, and again, gave major shout-outs to, to increase assist already so a couple times. Thank you so much for all of you for listening. Hope this is a decent uh, catch-up show. I love talking about the future. I like talking about current situations and such. Just a, I love talking hockey. So glad I was able to get back on the behind the mic here and at least get another show in and uh, get Raycon out there as well. Get your Raycons. You're going to love them. With that said, take care, and we will talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.